Hello and welcome to the Quick Link podcast. Today we are joined by a Dutch champion in the Mountain Bike Eliminator, also known as XCE. It's Dee Dee De Vries. How are you? Hello, thank you. I'm very good. And you? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. I mean, I I picked one accolade, um, but there's many more. Like you're, you came fourth in the World Cup this year, um, and actually that that's where I want to start. Like, how is it? for you to to race the world cup and and be you know clearly very close to the podium and and fourth overall uh well it was actually a really exciting season i had a few good results but also a few bad results well not actually really bad but yeah less than the good ones (laughs) Mm. and yeah it was just all the way up and down all the time so yeah i was really happy with the like consistent, but not so happy about the races who were not that well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm overall I'm really happy with my fourth place. Yeah, did you find it stressful at all? Because you know you could go, oh, I don't fancy racing this week, but I'm near the top of it overall. I kind of have to. Yeah, well, you always if you race, you always go for for a podium or at least for winning. So yeah, it's always my motivation. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I, just because I I spoken to your friend Elodie, um, and she credits you as the reason she's even in this sport, um, in terms of XCE. Um, but she said that like one of the things for her is is the friendship. Um, and I know you've put on an Instagram post about that as well um but she mentioned a one particular instance um where um Marcela either had a bike stolen or just didn't have a bike yeah Uh, but she was like fifth in the overall and you're fourth at that point Mm -hmm. and you still helped her like what was going through your mind when that was all happening well, in, in the uh, Eliminator, we're actually like all friends. We always help each other. But in the race, we're still like opponents and we race against each other. But outside that, we, we're just friends. So when I saw that Marcella's bike got stolen, I was like, oh, shit, that's 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 crazy. And I know that she's so far away from home and, and it's so difficult for her to, to stay for like half a year in a country she actually don't know while our family is still in Brazil. Uh, so I just wanted to help her and said, yeah, hey, I have two bikes. You want to borrow mine? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I really like that concept of kind of enemies on the track, but friends off it. Um, yeah. I've recently watched, I want to say it was Le, the Indian round of the World Cup. Yeah. And you really got the sense that there is <laughs> rivalry when you're racing, like, you'll chop each other into corners and be like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going first there. Um, but then, yeah, everyone I've spoken to so far has said, like, it's really friendly. Like, how do you know why it's so friendly? Like, it, it seems alien to me as someone who watches road quite a lot that that you would be friends. Yeah, well, actually, I, I really don't know. It's just, um, yeah, the... I, I really don't know the word in English. Um, the the atmosphere that that's it. <laughs> the atmosphere is is really nice, and and everyone just talks with each other, and yeah, it's I don't know, it's 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 okay, it's it's good, and yeah, 
I, I really don't know how it is like that, but yeah, everyone's just friendly. Yeah. In my mind, I think it could be possibly because you have to travel so much. And yeah, sure. like in the case of Marcela, she's come from Brazil. There's no one else for her. You become a kind of Ezat's family. Almost. Yeah. Um, we help each other every time. And we, actually, we always travel together. Um, if we go from Brussels to like India or Abu Dhabi, we always start from the same airport. So we see each other on the airport and then we travel together to Abu Dhabi or India. Yeah. And, and I mean, we kind of touched on it already, but like, how do you make that switch then where you're like, oh, this is my friend, but I want to be in that corner first? Like, how do you it's just racing i when i'm on the start line it's just like a button which i turn and then like go just go and yeah yeah. when i when i cross the finish then we all hug each other and like oh that was a good race but yeah (laughs) yeah um i did want to actually talk about the the india world cup um partly because i watched it like friday so earlier like last week i guess um I found it really interesting, and I guess, uh, yeah. What was your your opinion of racing in India, uh, and I guess getting to travel to, I I, I want to say places that cycling doesn't traditionally go. Yeah, well, it, it was uh, quite an experience. It was amazing because the 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 situation and all the atmosphere in India is completely different than we're used to. Also, the the city is totally different um but the travel to india was like a bit uh, strange because when we arrived at uh, delhi airport we had to wait for like the whole night until we had a flight to le and when we arrived in le it was so busy there were so many people and a lot of uh, us riders got sick because of the attitude mm. i was also really sick I had an oxygen level of 42%, which is really, really low. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that I'm still alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really liked it. And also, I, I really like traveling to places which you normally don't go. Because mm-hmm. if I go on holiday, I would never, never, ever go to the Himalayas. And now I've seen it. And I think it's so nice and so beautiful. And I'm really, really happy that I got there opportunity to go to india so. yeah and obviously there's also the indonesia round um of the world cup i think that followed it was like a couple of weeks after or so and then the world championships are, are going to be in indonesia next year that's yeah. been announced by city mountain bike <laughs> yeah how are you feeling about that Oh, I'm quite excited. I hope they're going to do a few uh, adjustments to the race course because this year it was a little bumpy and it was not really smooth. I mean, the idea of the race course was really nice and probably if you look on TV, it will look amazing. But uh, for riding it, they just need a few adjustments to be really good. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's going to be amazing, I think. This year with the World Cup, there were so many people. It was all sold out. The whole stadium was sold out. And uh, yeah, next year is going to be even more crazy. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. And then, I guess, going to to this current year, I guess, at, at time of recording. I don't know when this is going out, but <laughs> the World 
uh, the World Championships from this year were in Barcelona. And and how did you find that experience? Um, I know it, I found it funny that after the time trial, like the first round was just all the Dutchies in one like in one heat with like someone else. It's like, well, you're guaranteed one person into the semis. <laughs> yeah, it was really sad because we were all so happy that we were with three Dutchies at the World Championships. And I think it's the first time that we had so many Dutchies at the World Championships eliminator and then two of them were like not going to the next round. So <laughs> I was really lucky that I went through because I had a, a, my gears were not working very well. Okay. Just before the time trials, my bike dropped because of the wind and it uh, got dropped on the derailleur. And mm. yeah, it, it got a little bit of broken, not, not like cut off, but it was broken. And yeah, my gears were not working very well. And I was like, oh shit, this is going to be my world championship. Now I'm done. Uh, but I got seventh or sixth in the qualifications, and in the end, I got seventh. So, yeah, yeah, can't complain. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there's so much I want to to touch on. Um, I guess one kind of obvious question that I've not asked yet is like, how did you firstly get into cycling? But I presume you're Dutch. Like <laughs> cycling's just. <laughs> You know, well, if you're not cycling, I don't know what you're doing. Um, <laughs> but also, how did you get into XCE? Because it's very niche at the moment. I I want that to change. Um, mm. But like the UK doesn't have a single person who does XCE, certainly not at, at your level. Okay. So, yeah, like how did you get into it? Well, I started cycling when I was like a year or six, I think. Uh, it was because of my father who did um, road racing a lot. And mm. in the winter, he started to ride a mountain bike. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I want to do that too. So I, I started at the local club uh, here in my city. And I really liked it. And because I was better than the boys, I said, I want to race. And we started racing and I was even better than the boys. So yeah, then we took things seriously and I went up and up and up. And, yeah, it was really nice. And when I was 18 years old, no, and until I was 18 years old, I always rode uh, cross country. I was even in a national selection with the national team. But when I was 18 years old, I got really sick. I had a disease on my thyroid and we, we didn't know what it exactly was. So mm. we, yeah, we were in the hospital, out of the hospital all the time and yeah, after three years, we finally found out what it was. But yeah, it was already three years later. So mm. it was a really hard time for me because I was riding in the back and I didn't know what, what's happening. Because if you go from winning to the last position in, in like one year, it's yeah not not good for my mental health. So yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. But, uh, it was really difficult for me. And then um, I decided to sign up for the Nationals Eliminator because it was in the same weekend as the Cross Country Nationals. And then I won. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I won. <laughs> I, I never expected it. And then I saw there was like a few uh, World Cups in the Netherlands and Belgium. And I thought, well, I, I can give it a try. And then I ended up both on the podium. So <laughs> that's how I started. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, if, if you're national champion, like if, if you're national champion of some countries, it's like, well, there's not a big field. But if you're national champion of the Netherlands, like, 
that's high pedigree already. If you just turn up and win, you're like, you're going to win World Cups or get podiums. <laughs> like, I don't want to say guaranteed, but you know, like, you're not going to be a bad rider at this. Yeah, um, well, I hope I'm not a bad rider. But... <laughs> so how? Uh, I know you mentioned a little about mental health when you were ill. Like, what were the thoughts going through your mind? Like, did you consider that you'd have to stop cycling altogether? Or, like, how... I guess, yeah. Like, what was going through your mind and how did you cope? Mm, well, I was... The first year I was, like, really sad and... Always when I finished the race, I was crying because I didn't understand what was happening. And mm. it was actually, I, I could ride uh, the first two laps really well. But after that, I couldn't push anymore. So I dropped all the way to the back. And then it's like you're standing still and the other ones just keep on going. And it's such a strange feeling. And you get so upset and so anxious about it because you don't know what's wrong. And you're going to doubt yourself, which is... Yeah, really stupid because you don't have to doubt yourself because you're sick. But yeah, it, it's so yeah. I I really can't explain. It's it's such a hard time. Hmm. Well, I guess yeah, because you're like, especially as you said, you've gone from winning, so you're like, I should be here. Yeah. And I'm not like. But at that time, I guess you didn't even have a diagnosis. You didn't. You couldn't even you explain it. Know. Yeah. God. But yeah, like, uh, I mean, I'm glad you recovered. I'm glad you found XDE um, yeah. and national champion straight away. Like, th- that's that's not bad. And I believe, currently speaking, obviously, there's stuff we want to talk about later. But currently, you, you're sort of self-funded, your your own team, yeah. um, right. so to speak. Um, how, like, how does that come about? Like, how did you make that decision to go, I'll just ride for myself oh well that's actually because i i was sick and i was riding for i was riding for a few teams mm-hmm. uh i had like three years for um belgium team and then one other year for another belgium team and there was like yeah not not really pressure but they want me to go like all the races all the the like the stuff from the team and yeah, when you're not feeling well, you don't want to ride all the races. You're, yeah. well, it's 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 hard to 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 race like thirty races when you're feeling like you can only finish like five. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, then I was like, maybe I need to to start my own team to just have have a bike sponsor, a helmet sponsor uh, for clothing, and. Um, that's enough because more you don't need. You need a bike, you need a helmet, you need shoes, you need clothing. That's it. Hmm. And yeah, that, that's how it all started. I started three years ago with my brother and his girlfriend uh, because they were also cycling. And hmm. we had the team together for two years. And then they decided to to lower the pressure because they all both had a full-time job mm-hmm. and I worked part-time. So I decided to make the step to the top and then we we split our ways. But yeah, this year I decided after one year having my own team, it's maybe a bit too much of working part-time, having your own team. So yeah, after this year I quit. 
having my well, own team. But yeah. there's much exciting news waiting. I can't say anything about it yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, I was going to see if I could find out some information. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I promise you it will be very exciting. Yeah, you'll have to let us know when that info is available. Um, Maybe when it's done recording, I will tell you a bit. <laughs> um, so on the sort of own team stuff, like how do you go about like sorting a bike sponsor? Do you just go, oh, I like that brand. I've always ridden their bikes or with their helmets. Like, do you have to do a lot of, I guess, searching for sponsors that, you know, ordinarily that would be the job of a DS or a, a team mm-hmm. manager, like, how do you do that for a start and how did you find it as an experience oh well it it took quite some time uh for for the clothing it wasn't very hard because my uncle produces his own clothing so that was really easy for me Uh, he always uh, produced our clothing so yeah for bikes it was a bit different um also not that hard because we yeah i raced for olympia uh when i was younger and my brother's girlfriend had good connections with Olympia in the Netherlands. So we sent him an email and had a few contact moments. And yeah, that's how Olympia was born <laughs> within our team. <laughs> wow. So that was step two. Uh, for our helmets, we just searched uh, which one were good enough for us and which brand would suit our vision. Uh, because we also want to work together with brands who match with our vision of cycling. Um, Abbas was really excited, so that was the third one. (laughs) And then we also had um, a good connection with our bike shop, local bike shop here in uh, in Zeeland. And he decided to sponsor us with shoes and uh, for preparing our bikes when we needed to. Wow, that yeah. So I guess a bit of serendipity of you know your your brother's girlfriend knowing someone, um, yeah. and and the bike shop being quite friendly and amenable. Um, mm. But that sounds amazing. Um, who actually? I promise there is a payoff to this question. Um, who designs the kit that you like? Your base kit, I guess, because I think I've seen there's the the leopard print one on your Instagram. It, I assume that's the standard kit. Yeah, well, this year I designed it all myself together okay. with my nephew because my nephew is the graphic designer um, within the the brand of my uncle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went uh, to his house and we we designed the leopard kit. It was amazing. I always wanted to race with a leopard kit, so I'm very proud to have one this year. <laughs> But the other years we designed it together with my brother and his girlfriend and uh, my nephew. So. Yeah. Okay. So given that you've always wanted uh, a leopard print kit, but then you won the national championships again, so you don't yeah. get to wear it. Like, was there a point where you're like, I'm in the big final here. If I win, I don't get to wear leopard print anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you think... I'll just come second. It'll be easier. No, like no, <laughs> no. I always want to win. So yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> on that front, obviously, always wanting to win. Like, how do you define success then 
like if you go to a world cup if you go to just any race in general like what does success look like for you for me success is like when i have a good race when i am confident and most of all when i'm happy with my result and with my riding because with all the the mental health issues i've had it's very important for me to be happy with myself and with my result mm. so that's for me when i had a good race yeah um yeah it's like because uh, especially with xce um like any mistake is like that could be a race ender to be honest because <laughs> you know it's five minutes like it's even less than five minutes sometimes well, we have a race and it's only two well yeah exactly <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's crazy um just yeah like but completely appreciate like the need to be happy i think that's that's huge um there's a couple of things i wanted to touch on very quickly before we draw this to a close mm. um did you do that world cup round where they did the time trial that started at the top of a shopping mall because like yeah in, completely... in Ali. <laughs> Ali, yeah like what was that because <laughs> i'm still trying to wrap my head around it it was so cool there was like a, a big shopping mall and then we mm. raced down the the stairs and after the stairs when we turned on the course then there they started timing it was so cool it, it was just for show but yeah <laughs> i think it was amazing because a lot of people went looking uh for the race and i think that's that's great because that's the way you attract people yeah <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah in my head i'm like it's a good way <laughs> Yeah, that's the sort of thing you'd see in Mario Kart. You wouldn't see it in like <laughs> real life. It's just in my head. I'm like, what are they doing? I mean, <laughs> thankfully they didn't do it in the race. But oh, no, no. I mean, if you stop both sides and go up one side, turn around and come back down, like maybe. Yeah. Um, if City Mountain Bike are listening, you can have that idea for free from me. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. It's been quite a year, obviously. There are lots of different rounds, lots of different places you've seen. Like, I think the Abu Dhabi World Cup that was at night as well. I think. Yeah. Like, does that change anything for you, or do you, is it just still the standard race? Like, no, it was actually still a standard race. The only thing where I had a little trouble with is like, you had to wait all day. <laughs> And I'm not really good at waiting. I'm more like, I wake up, I want to race, go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's especially like, if if you get like a mechanical or something, yeah. you, you know, you, you wait all day, you've <laughs> travelled really far, you do a time trial, and you do the first round and get a mechanical, or, yeah. you know, That's really two sad. people beat you. <laughs> like, yeah. all that effort for, what, four minutes of racing? Yeah, but that's eliminating. And I think that's also the fun part of it because you have to stay focused all the time. And if you shift the wrong way, then you break your chain and then you're done. Yeah. Gosh, that's high pressure. <laughs> yeah. The way you make it sound, that's... Yeah. Yeah, but it's <laughs> quick to, to cope with all that pressure. And if you do it well, then you, you have good results. 
Yeah. Um, do you have any coping strategies for pressure, or is it just something you've become used to? No, I, I haven't found it yet. If anyone <laughs> knows, please let me know. <laughs> I still Fair. haven't found it. <laughs> do, so how do you feel then on the start line? Do you feel nervous when they're doing the... It's weird as well, because like they don't do a, a countdown. There's just no. like... No, luckily they don't. <laughs> they, there's someone who holds up a billboard saying 15 seconds, and then yeah. there's a whistle after 15 seconds. Like, no, It's not even after 15 seconds. It's between 15 seconds and zero. Oh, so, so it's just like... you really focused. So it's you're starting in the next 15 seconds, yeah. but we're not telling you which. Yeah. <laughs> could be 12, could be two. Who knows? <laughs> God, that... Yeah, like so. What does that feel like? Is it just you switch on and you block everything else out, or yeah, most of the time, I'm I'm really nervous when I go to the start line, and you can see it because my leg is always shaking like this. Mm. <laughs> you can even see it if you watch on the on the live streams. <laughs> oh wow! I'll have to look yeah. out for that next year. <laughs> and then my bike is always shaking too. But yeah, when they they come with the fifteen second sign, it's like you turn the button and just focus. Wow! And what are the plans for next year? Um, obviously, you've said there's something we can't talk about, so yeah. we won't. <laughs> um, but aside from that, what are you what are you targeting? What are your goals? Like, what does twenty twenty three look like for you? Um, my goals will be the championships. I want to have a medal finally on the <laughs> European sh- championships or on the worlds or both would be nice. I mean, they're practically the same in the women's field. <laughs> no, but I, I really want to, to have a medal finally. So yeah, that's, that's one of my biggest goals. Um, but also I would like to move up a, uh, one or two spots in the general classification, but this is already the second year I got fourth in the overall. So it's a bit annoying now. Now mm. I want to be on the podium. Yeah, because at, at the top, it's like, it, I mean, obviously you've got Marcella below, like she was fifth, but you've got like Gaia Tormena, who's yeah. like world champion and incredible. Um, I want to say Marion Fromberg is also usually up there. It's like... Yeah. And she's also really strong. Both are really <laughs> strong riders. Actually, all of them are really strong riders. <laughs> I mean, and, uh, from what I've seen, like there's talent all the way through, and like even being in the top sixteen, the top eight on any given round is hard. Mm. Like, yeah, sure. uh, and obviously, yeah, that I guess it is a challenge to to turn up every week or every race, be consistent in something that is so quick like you know where one mistake makes a huge difference it's not like a road race where (laughs) you know you make a mistake on the start line but you've got five hours to make amends for that mistake (laughs) like if you had five hours to fix a mistake it'd be dead easy yeah for sure but yeah that's not an eliminator yeah brilliant well uh, i think we'll uh end it there on that lovely note of don't make mistakes. 
You've been listening to Quickly Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at Quicklink Pod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.